Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC on ABC1, which was headlined by Max Holloway and Calvin Cater. First off, it's been a long time since we've done one of these because the last event was three weeks ago. It feels like forever, but I'm happy we're back. Happy New Year to you guys. I I'm sorry I didn't make like a, uh, a recap on 2020. I was thinking about doing something like that, but in the end of the day, if you've seen a list like that online from some other platform, most likely my list is going to be the same. So I just didn't really see a point into making that. But I really do want to make my, uh, not make, but I guess give my predictions or my, my thoughts on uh, this card on ABC, which was the best way to... Um, for the UFC to enter on ABC, in my opinion. This card was perfect for it. If I was to rate it out of 10, I would probably give it a... Hmm. It's close to a 10, man. I didn't see the uh, the prelims. I heard they weren't the greatest. And just by looking at it, it doesn't look like it was great. Just all decisions, maybe. You know, it was good. Some fights or moments. But the main card, I would give it a 9 out of 10 for sure. It had its moments where it kind of dipped, but overall, the three uh, finishes, first round finishes to start the fight card, you had that awesome battle between Carlos Condit and Matt Brown. It was solid, you know, it wasn't bad in my opinion. It was just very dominant on Carlos's part. Matt Brown did have his moments, we'll get to that, but let's start off with the main event, and that is Max Holloway who defeated Calvin Cater by unanimous decision. And this isn't just any 50-45 to 45 unanimous decision. It was 50-43, 50-43, and 50-42. I don't think I remember seeing a 50-42 in a fight, which is crazy. And I'm a huge GSP fan, of course, and he is someone who's known for getting these 50-44s, 50-43s, but I don't remember him even getting a 50-42. And that, honestly, is deserved for Max Holloway by how he performed in this fight. I was just amazed how good he did, man. You know, I to be honest, like I was very worried for him. I thought maybe his time is done. Maybe he peaked at an early age. But I think this fight proves that he's on the next level right now, you know? And I like to call that the Anderson Silva level and where they look like gods at this point. And this fight really, really looked like that, in my opinion. He looked like he was untouchable. And even if he did get touched, he was going to come back with more shots that were just going to bother Calvin Cater. That fourth round, that was crazy, man. That was crazy how Calvin Cater did not go down from those punches. I was just watching that fight and just thinking... This guy is not gonna he's not gonna go out. It's not gonna happen. No matter how many shots you throw at him, he's gonna keep going because if he could survive what happened in round number four, he's gonna survive anything else. And there was many moments aside from that a barrage of punches in round four that seemed like the fight was gonna be over and for Max Holloway just to avoid all of Calvin's attacks and throw with the output that he he did throughout the five rounds is 
is crazy, you know? And then we can't forget about round five when he starts talking to the commentating team, DC, Dan Hardy, and it's just crazy how he was talking to these guys while he was dodging punches from Calvin Cater. I've never seen anything like that. It was amazing. And um, when I saw that, man, that's why I put him on the Anderson Silva level of fighters right now, man. You know, like that was some Anderson Silva type of shit. You know, I've never seen anything like that since Anderson Silva with, let's say, Forrest Griffin. You know, like that Forrest Griffin fight, you were just like this guy Anderson Silva is not human you know he's doing something that is not human right now and I saw that in Max Holloway and that just excites me more for his future now uh more than before you know because I knew he was always a great fighter he was a top fighter and he was able to um make it a close fight but that was the problem you know these fights were close the Volkanovsky fights you can argue that he won the fights you know but in the end of the day, and even the Dustin Poirier fight, you can argue that as well. But in the end, it was a close fight. And that's what I was worried about his career moving forward, that he was just going to get in these very close fights with his opponents. And eventually it was just kind of going to diminish and he will never really get back to um, championship status, basically. But this performance over Calvin Cater, who is... A very tough opponent and had a lot of hype behind him going into this fight. I think it's a good time to be a Max Holloway fan. That's all I could really say, you know. Um, this was possibly the greatest performance in UFC history, in my opinion. I've never seen such such domination in a, in a fight. And honestly, the only uh, fights I could think of where the fighter had such a great performance was Cody Garbrandt and Cody Garbrandt against Dominic Cruz and TJ Dillashaw against Hannon Burrell, number one. Those are the two last performances where I'm like, wow, this fighter just gave the performance of a lifetime. This one tops it, in my opinion. It was just from round one to round five, it was Max Holloway and he was just crossing ankles like it was a basketball game every round and you have the crowd just in awe of the skill that they were watching you know what a what a great main event fight for their debut on abc it was just amazing but we'll talk about the rest of the card as well carlos condit he defeated matt brown by unanimous decision Matt Brown had his moments on the feet, so did Carlos Condit, but then he was uh, finding more success on the ground. Matt Brown, actually, I think he had a good round one, it was, where he was on top for a bit, but then Carlos reversed him. Round two was more Carlos Condit, and it really showed an improvement on his uh, wrestling, which was something that he struggled over the years, but he looked good with his wrestling in this fight. Um... I'm happy for Carlos Condit. That's all I can really say. He's on a two-fight winning streak at the age of, uh, I want to say 38, you know, because he seems pretty old now. He's 36. It's crazy how long he's been fighting, but I do hope he can uh, 
continue this. It seems like he really loves to fight, and if they could just give him some opponents here and there for him to just kind of build up his confidence, and who knows what the whole uh, the future holds. Imagine if he becomes a number one contender again. That would be crazy, honestly. But um, I'm happy for where he's at right now, and uh, we'll see what's next. Uh, Li Jingliang, he defeated Santiago Ponzinibbio with a KO punch in the first round. Um, very big win for him. You know, I thought uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio, he was going to win this fight. He was uh, out for a while. I think it was almost two years or over two years, something like that. He hasn't been fighting for a bit since, uh, yeah, basically two years, over two years he hasn't fought. And that was uh, his win against Neil Magny back in 2018. But, um... Yeah, you know, it, it sucks that he lost this fight. It's kind of disappointing to come back um, after such a long layoff and uh, get finished like that in the first round. I do hope he comes back because he has provided some very entertaining fights, in my opinion, San, uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio. And he's f mostly forgotten in the welterweight division, but it's understandable because he was out and that division is just stacked from... One to fifth, from champion to fifteen, basically, it's such a deep division. So, I do hope he can come back. Uh, on the other hand, Li Jing Liang, he is gonna skyrocket from this, and I, I wish him the best, man. I do because um, he also provides some fun fights, and yeah, you know, like this this win over Santiago Ponzinibbio was a huge one, and if he could get more of that. That would be huge for him to become a, a top contender in the welterweight division. That would be crazy. But like I said, this is such a deep um, division, 170 pounds. Uh, Alessio Di Chiricho. Chiricho? Is it Chiricho? I want to say Chiricho. Alessio Di Chiricho, he defeated Joaquin Buckley with a KO head kick in the first round, which is... First of all, a very uh, huge uh, upset because I think he was on a three-fight losing streak prior to this one. Yeah, he was on a three-fight losing streak. And uh, then he comes back with this KO, this highlight KO over the man of highlights himself, Joaquin Buckley, and defeats him in the first round. That's a, a very impressive win, and it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool to uh, break your three-fight win streak with such a high-profile win like that, so good for Alessio. Uh, Punahele Soriano defeated Dusko Todorovic in the first round, TKO. I'm excited for him, man. Um, Punahele. Punahele. I'm excited for this guy, man. He um, he seems like he's gonna, he's gonna do some things in middleweight, and this was an impressive performance by him. And yeah that was the card you know that was the card for abc their first one and i am very impressed with uh the performances on the main card and of course the main event that was just a legendary shit that we've seen you know that we that we saw by max holloway he he put on the performance of a lifetime so i'm very happy i can't wait to see what's next very excited for the rest of the fights this week and i'll give you my uh my updates on those as well as some videos so i hope you have a good rest of your week enjoy bye bye